Welcome to the Uncensored Self Podcast, a safe space for all to learn to love themselves, shed their light onto others, and create a life full of never-ending joy. I'm your host, Emily, certified professional life coach, and I first want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. Just a reminder that hence the name, the words of this podcast are not edited or cut. We are made to celebrate our divine individuality 100% of the time, and this podcast is no exception. This is your life, and I'm so excited that you are here with me right now, taking the time to pursue and accelerate your personal self-love journey. Let's get to work. Hello, everyone, and happy Monday. I hope you all had a relaxing weekend and are ready for a joyous week ahead. No matter what you have on the calendar, you can always make that change in perspective to make it the best week of your life, even if it's not, but you know what I mean. Um, It was kind of rainy all week over here, but today, today's Sunday because I'm recording it the night before, um, it really turned around and the air was just so warm. It was like sunny. It wasn't very like hot. It wasn't like a, you know, spring day, but you could see things were on the up. Life was blooming. It was good. Um, another funny update. Uh, well, funny because of like, of course this would happen, but not funny for like the actual like state of the issue, but there was a spill in the Delaware river. So the entire city of Philadelphia can't drink the water until quote further notice. So my roommate and I ran to Wawa when we got the alert on our phones and we bought like the last big case of waters and then some other like smaller ones. So we are all stocked up. Um, kind of funny, kind of not, but that was what got me outside today. So I guess everything serves a purpose, right? (laughs) Um, And before we get started, I want to do something a little bit different and open with a prayer. Um, No matter your beliefs and no matter who you pray to, I think our words hold so much power. And I know that my prayers are heard because I see them getting answered in my life. Um, And it's just so evident, like it's not something I can ignore. And I used to be a like manifesting girl years ago before my whole self-love journey kind of started. Um, but to be honest, that never worked for me because, you know, my life's plan was already set in stone. If the things I was trying to manifest weren't going to happen, they weren't going to happen. And the whole idea that I thought manifesting was trying to insinuate was to make you feel more free and open to change. But yet I was sitting there trying to craft my life and make things go exactly the way I wanted to, you know? So I don't know. And now that I've had experience with both, I can confidently say that prayer has just done so much for me in my life. And whether the prayers get answered in the ways that I initially thought of them or not, I know they are being heard and taken care of. Um, so I'm not sure if I'm going to make this like a weekly thing now that I'm thinking of it or if it's just for today because it kind of goes along with the episode, which is my intention behind adding it in. Um, but you guys let me know if you liked it. And of course, you can skip past it if it's making you uncomfortable, if you just don't want to hear it. Um, and in this prayer, I'm going to be praying to whom I believe in. But if you would like to repeat this or tailor it to suit your beliefs, feel free to do so. Um, it's really just a way to invite peace and love into the space before we start today. So I'm going to begin. Heavenly Father, I come before you today to ask you to bless the person on the receiving end of this podcast. May you allow their ears to accept the things that are applicable to their lives and allow them to find a sense of joy and carving out this time for themselves today. Thank you for being so good to each and every one of us listening and to and to myself on the other end and to anyone sitting here listening today that feels lost, confused, or hopeless. I pray that you draw them near to you and they come running into your loving embrace. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Alrighty, thank you for joining me and now let's get started. So I want to start off by discussing what I just did there um, because when I sat down to write the notes for this episode, I had like an itch, like a feeling, you know, if you would say, that I wanted to start off with a prayer. And this voice inside of me totally went along with the theme of the episode. The voice inside of me said like someone really needs to hear this prayer and who knows, maybe that's true or not. Maybe I'll never know. Maybe the person who needs to hear it isn't listening now, but will listen in three years. Maybe the person that will hear it 
that needs to hear it will think we'll hear it now and think nothing of it until three years from now. But still, anyway, I had a call. I had that itch and I answered the call and I said, sure, if there's something to be done here, I'm going to do it and I'm going to listen to it no matter how strange it may seem to others or how uncomfortable it may feel to me at first. But, you know, I'm I'm sure it seems strange to at least someone out there listening. Although if you've been listening to my episodes in the past like year-ish, it's no mystery that I have this big faith because I tend to integrate it into a lot of these episodes lately. Um, And like, yes, it did make me feel a little uncomfortable because there's always that question of like, oh, what will others think? And that's just human, right? But now that the first time is over with, who gives a crap what others are thinking of me and if they think it's strange and now I'm 1% less uncomfortable with that idea and have some confidence that I can do it again. So when, what, so, oh my gosh, (laughs) what if someone called you, no caller ID, random weekday at like eight in the morning, you like just woke up. And you answered it because why not to a voice telling you that someone else entered you into the lottery and you won the money, assuming it's like not a scam. Wouldn't you be glad that you picked up the phone that day? Even with no caller ID and not having signed up yourself, you answered the call with all the unknowns and all the questions and you won the prize. Because ultimately we don't sign ourselves up for things that we're called for. You know, it's like we can get a vision of things, but a lot of these big awesome things in our life kind of come out of left field. It's like we get a calling and we're like, wait, now what? And that's what this episode is about, answering the call when you hear the ring inside of you and not being afraid to speak back. Even if it's unknown or unfamiliar and if the timing seems a bit strange, we don't let our dreams go to voicemail around here. I want to start this episode on a slower note. So let's talk about how the heck we listen to or listen for or hear a calling when our life just seems so repetitive, uneventful, or mundane. Because lately I've been feeling so humbled and so impatient fighting this narrative of jealousy and comparison in my life. And I wanted to share with you my feelings because I can sit here and say, you know, all the things like, oh, you don't want to waste your time doing that. It gets you nowhere. And that is still very, very, very true. But I also understand, I think for the first time in my life, what it truly feels like to compare my life to others. Um, And for me, it's not comparison to people I see online, like influencers or celebrities. That's not my personal struggle, but it's to people I know in real life who I know still have very real struggles, who I talk about those struggles with. It's like people just who seemingly appear to be having more fun than me in their pictures on social media or doing more than me or going more places than me. And it's hard because it's like, I feel like how do... Like, how do I look at my graduating class or my best friends and then still sit with myself at the end of the day? Like, it doesn't make sense. It's like, I know these people. I know we're all on the same team. I know they have my back and I know that I have theirs. And I know that they're going through stuff because we literally talk about it. So why is it so hard to fight these feelings of comparison? I feel like that's a lot of my old self creeping in and trying to play the victim here and in like a why her not me type of way, which is strange to me and foreign to me because I don't really feel like I've ever experienced this to an extent. But you know, touche, there's some unhealed part of me that wants to scooch back in in this way. So we're going to roll with it and figure it out. And that's what we're doing. Um, And it's like when I just see and I hear these things about who's on vacation and who's going where on the weekends and who has new friends and who's getting married and who's moving where, it's like, what am I doing? It's like, I am... This is where I'm going to like share my feelings for a minute. It's like I am stuck in Philly, a city that quite frankly, I really don't love. Um, 
and studying my darn booty off, slaving away to this program since last May when I didn't even get a break from school. I just jumped right in two days after graduation and I hardly saw the sun last summer or gone on one warm vacation since literal March of 2020. And I'm like, when the heck is it going to be my turn? And I'm just sitting here waiting and like waiting and waiting and waiting. And that's one narrative I can play, right? That's one voice I can listen to. The other narrative I can play, the other voice that I can listen to is one that's is one that says, your time here right now, this season of life that you're in, this this time where you feel all this pull towards comparison, this time here is to teach you patience. This time here is to create a quality experience in just being still by just doing what you're called to do. And being called to be still doesn't mean being called to do nothing or be nothing. It just means being content with exactly what's in front of you. And that is where patience is cultivated. And I have never really done that to this extent. And that is why I think it is so uncomfortable for me. And if anyone out there is relating to it, I know how hard, (laughs) I know how hard it is. This isn't a pivotal time in my career life. There's nothing super extravagant happening with my podcast. I don't have my friends that I've known forever here. My family's not here. My dogs aren't here. My boyfriend's not here. I'm not going on vacations every three months. In fact, I feel like I haven't gone on, I just said I haven't gone on like a beach vacation in like, I don't know, three years, I guess at this point. I am, God willing, going on one Easter break. So prayers that works out. But besides the point. Um, I'm not moving anywhere solo after this. I'm not even prepared to job hunt right now or prepare for my future in that aspect. It just feels very isolating, which is where the comparison comes in, but it's also very freeing to listen to the call in a different narrative. There's so much room for possibility in this time that we have when we feel called to be still because all we have to do is what's right in front of us. In my life right now, this looks like, you know, I can study and prepare myself to take care of the people in this world because that is a call I'm answering. I can take a few hours out of the week to podcast because it's something I enjoy and it also makes me feel like I'm giving back. That is a call I'm answering. I can learn to cook and try new types of workouts because it gets my mind focused on something that's not school but bettering my relationship with my body and my overall health. Um that's a call that I'm answering. And I can find parts of the city that I do actually love, like different coffee shops and yoga studios and a church that I find a lot of strength in and an acupuncture practice I discovered um, to take care of my mind and push my comfort zone and try new things. And that's a call I'm answering. I think when you enter the world of self-love, everyone looks for meaning and purpose. And, you know, what's my purpose in life? And do I have a purpose? And what if I don't have a purpose? And how do I find it? And what do I do with it? And I want to help people. And I want to do all these things. We all have a larger purpose in life. And that will be displayed to you very evidently when you are ready to see it and work with it. And, you know, that will be a different time and it will always be there but there are just very like fluid ways that we fulfill that and in some seasons it looks like being still and that is work towards your ultimate life's purpose i believe so being still and being content with what's right in front of you and as someone who is always on to the next (laughs) this is a very uncomfortable process for me so if it's for you too i want you to know that you're not alone I think the answer to this type of call, the call that maybe we feel 
confused about because we're being asked to just be still is more of a yes answer because it requires us to say yes to the uncomfortable and to sit with our being when it's not what our mind like wants to do, when it wants to compare, when it wants to escape, when it wants to move. Our answer has to be yes to being in that like uncomfortable state. And the answer to the next type of call that I'm going to talk about, the one that's a little bit more on the up and up, a little more positive, if you will, um, that call seems really frightening because we're being asked to do something maybe we don't feel qualified for or are afraid of sharing with the world or, you know, it seems really scary, but it also seems really big and wonderful. And that's why it's scary. That is that answer is more of a no answer, I would say, because it requires us to say no to all of our fears and all of our limiting beliefs. It requires us to say no to any part of you that tries to stop you from answering that call. And it's weird because you would think that it would be the opposite, right? If you're being called to stillness, you think you would have to say, no, I can't go out tonight or no, I can't book that trip. I'm in my stillness era, whatever you want to say. And if you're being called to complete or participate in something that you might feel like you have to say, yes, I'm all over that. But those are the easy answers and the opposite answers are what challenge us and help us to grow when we answer those calls. Does that make sense? I don't know. Hold on guys. My jaw is like locking. <laughs> I need to take a break. <laughs> okay. We're back and rolling. I don't know why that happens every time. I really got to get, like, get like checked out or something. Um, anyways, moving on. The second part of this episode is answering the call that you feel within you that is so deeply rooted that maybe it even scares you a bit. These are the things that feel like that purpose call, that life's calling. And whether it's a decision you have to make, or it could be that purpose calling, or it could be like baby steps to get there. You know what I'm saying? So whether it's a decision you have to make about anything from ending a relationship or just starting a new workout plan or a business you feel like starting or a switch in your major or career or, you know, anything above those of those sorts, you feel this deep down and you want it so bad that it's a little frightening because it's a little scary since you don't really know exactly what it entails. You just feel pulled in that direction. So, you know, you ask these questions like, what will people think of me? How will I tell people? What if I, what if making this decision like hurts me a little bit emotionally because I'm letting something go and hopes to start something new? And I think this is the real, really just the essence of what we're faced with when we're at the end of one season of life and ready for another. Um, if you remember a few weeks or months, I can't remember now, <laughs> a couple episodes ago, um, I did an episode with this party room scenario. Each represent each party room representing phases of your life and then in between each party room there's just like blank empty white walled room and when you were in that white walled room you either had the chance to say f this it's boring i'm going back to the old party room even if it didn't serve you that good anymore um or you could take the chance to walk into the new better more glamorous party room and see what that room had to offer but you know you didn't know that it was better or new or more glamorous you just knew that it existed um, and I feel like these callings come up when we have our hand on the handle of that next party room and the knob is already twisted and we just have to pull the door open. It's like that stomach dropping moment where you're terrified, but you want to, but you don't want to, but you know it's necessary for your growth and it's just like back and forth pull and it's only scary because you don't know what's going to happen. Because if you knew what was going to happen, then you would be like, oh, I know this is great. Um, because like we said over here, all things can, can be turned for good. Um, then you would just go ahead and open that dang door. Let it fly wide open, step in, I'm here. And 
so that's when these callings come up i find patterns in my life when you're like so close to like this revolutionary change inside of you that you can physically hear everything inside of you saying open the door and you have to do your best to just say no to the voice in your head that tells you that it's too scary or that you can't do it or how will you tell people etc because you know that opening that door will benefit you and everyone for the long run um to kind of help this story i'm going to share with you a story that's not about me so you get a break from my life <laughs> for right now um but i heard this a few days ago actually it was already i already like drummed up this episode topic i was really excited for it um but i listened to this podcast episode coincidentally almost and it just applied so well to what i wanted to talk about that this story was just like amazing to me and i just don't want to withhold it from you guys because it was a perfect example of what i'm talking about so the podcast I was listening to the other day was on Sadie Robertson's Whoa, that good, Whoa, That's Good podcast, and it was with Madison Pruitt from The Bachelor. If some of you guys remember, I am trying to remember which season she was on. I It was either Colton's season or Peter's season. I honestly cannot remember. I can't say anymore. Um, wonderful podcast episode, by the way, if you need something to listen to after this one. Um, she is now Maddie Pruitt Trout. She has since gotten married. <laughs> but basically, Sadie was asking her about her process of being on The Bachelor because obviously that was like a very big thing that she was known for. She's also known, you know, for her basketball and her faith or whatever. But I think being on The Bachelor was the vessel. And this is basically how she explained it. So um, she got the call to be on The Bachelor, right? And she could already feel like, you know, why me? I can't do this. This is not like where I'm supposed to go. This has, it's just like a show that like, we don't like really talk about here where she was from. She was already getting like opinions of like negative comments of people in her church saying like all this stuff about her. So she was just like praying about it, praying about it, praying about it. And she saw this vision, she said, of God showing her a life that could have if she, if she listened to her calling, could have led to benefiting so many other people, giving them salvation and hope and all this stuff, right, that would have been done through her life to bring goodness to others. Or she could have said, no, I'm not doing this. It is, I, I know this is my calling, but I just, I can't because I'm too insecure. I'm too caring about what people think of me, whatever. And then all those people that she was supposed to influence never would have reached where they were supposed to go. So she said that, you know, saying yes to her calling, saying no to that voice in her head that said, I can't do this, was actually helping herself get out of her comfort zone, but just helping other people. And it would have been a selfish move to say no. Did I like complete that story fully? I can't really tell if I did, but hopefully it made sense. Um, so before we wrap up, I just want to touch on that last part that I mentioned about how it would have been a selfish move if she didn't go on the show. Um, even with as uncomfortable and daring as this felt for her, because now Maddie has been able to share her testimony and her faith and her gifts with so many people. Like just looking at her Instagram followers alone, she has like almost 2 million followers. But besides the online aspect, she gets to speak at all these cool places and tell stories and be on podcasts and get interviewed by people and just share her life as a means to help others relate because you know people help people you guys get it um 
people view her as a role model, whatever. All these wonderful things are happening in other people's lives because of a call that she answered. It's not to say that if she didn't go on The Bachelor, these things wouldn't have happened. You know, it could have been reached through someone else or it would have been done in another way. But because she did it in that moment, it benefited those people now. Like it intersected in a way that like maybe would not have happened if she didn't. I don't know what you guys say, what I'm saying. Do you guys get what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know, she said no to all those people in her hometown, said, you're not going to bother me. I'm going to do this anyway. And lives are changed, including hers. So who are we to withhold that from others in our own lives? You know, if you're not, if you can't find it in you to do it for yourself, which I hope that we all can because um, we were all given these wonderful, talented gifts that no one else has a replica of and we are made to use them. So we should be honored that we were chosen to carry these things, you know? Um, and the funny thing about this is that Maddie's friends who signed her up for The Bachelor signed her up on a whim on a night when she saw them like watching the show and she said that she was like basically kind of judging them for it. So that's like the whole like lottery call. Like someone, someone signed you up and you didn't even know. It's like sometimes these things just fall so perfectly into our lap where it seems too good to be true. And that's the scary part because it's like all these things are aligning. How can I not follow this direction? And it's like, it would be foolish to not get to not go. You know what I'm saying? So I just think we are so often afraid to do the things that we are called to do because we think it'll make us seem prideful and arrogant to others. Um, but when you know that we are all on the same team, just running different races, there's room for everyone to do the same. You become a vessel for others to excel and grow. And when I do this podcast, that is my honest hope that it inspires someone just a little bit more to love themselves in a way that they didn't yesterday so that they too can have the confidence to answer the calls that ring in their life. This isn't about you. This isn't about me. This isn't about Maddie. It's what we need to do now. So I guess no, it is about us, but <laughs> whatever. <coughs> Ooh, sorry, guys. It's about what we need to do now, whether it is be still or be uncomfortable, to benefit the humanity that surrounds us and unite us a little bit more than we were before. And when humanity is united, even just the slightest ways, it shifts us into a perspective of love and belonging and purpose, and it accelerates our own personal self-love journeys. Because when we answer calls in our own lives and inspires uh, and inspire others to do the same, we cultivate more harmony and more peace in a world that thrives off chaos. So yeah, that is the episode, my friends. I hope this was refreshing and beneficial to you and inspiring. Um, please let me know what you thought of the little prayer opening, whether you absolutely loved it or absolutely hated it. I am so open to receiving both responses. Please let me know. Um, I hope you have a blessed week ahead. Be sure to pass this episode or podcast along to anyone who you think could benefit from hearing it. And if you would like to take the time to rate and review this podcast as well as follow or subscribe, depending on what platform you're listening on, I would so appreciate it. Can't wait to see you got or chat with you guys next week. And until then, I wish you all the joy in the world. XOXO. With the biggest virtual hug in the world, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast today. If anything resonated with you, please don't hesitate to share this podcast with anyone else who you feel needs to hear it. You can find me on Instagram at The Uncensored Self and on TikTok at Emily Ziz for more self-love inspired content and updates about the show. I love the encouraging community we have on social media, and I especially love chatting with my listeners. So please feel welcome to contact me at any point in time. If you have questions, suggestions, testimonials you wish to share, or just want to chat, 
DM me or send me an email at theuncensoredself at gmail.com. Human connection is one of the things I value most, so I can't wait to get to know you. I also have a text messaging service where you can sign up for weekly motivational messages free of charge. All you have to do to join is text the number 81010 with the message at TUSPOD. Your listenership means everything to me. Can't wait to chat again next. And until then, I wish you all the joy in the world. XOXO, Emily.